Welcome to Extracurricular, the podcast all about the hobbies, interests, and talents of the students, faculty, and staff at Gwinnett Online Campus. My name is Mr. Lawless, and I'm a teacher at Gwinnett Online Campus. Thanks for joining me. Today, I had a chance to sit down and talk with Gabby, an 11th grade student here at GOC. This is one of my all-time favorite conversations because Gabby is one of the first students to talk about a hobby she no longer does, gymnastics. She talks about her previous experiences and involvement with gymnastics and what it was like to leave the sport. She talks about the commitment it takes to excel in gymnastics, how she gained confidence, how she dealt with injuries and frustrations, and how the friends she made through gymnastics were uh, her everything and her all. Gabby talks about motivation and winning and how she has moved on to sharing her skills and experience through coaching. We also talk about roller coasters, and Gabby even promises that next time she's on the show, she'll be bringing cinnamon rolls because she might work on some baking and cooking skills. You are going to love our chat. Here's my conversation with Gabby. Let's do it. We're recording. So Gabs, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Hello. Are you excited to be here? Uh, yes. Are you nervous at all? Just a bit. Just a bit. It's kind of, it's a little nervous because of all the equipment and everything. If for anyone that can't, well, no one can see because it's a podcast, but there's wires everywhere and uh, microphones and headset and everything. But um, So Gabs, you are a student at GSC. What grade are you in? I'm in 11th grade. 11th grade. And how many is this? How many years have you been going to GSC? Uh, three years. I started in ninth grade. Okay. So ninth grade. So all pretty much all of high school then. Right. Do you think you're going to finish here maybe or not sure? I like the flexibility here, so I am considering staying, but, you know, you, here at GOC, you don't really get that full senior experience that you yeah. do in brick and mortar school, but it's I do l- absolutely love the flexibility you have. Flexibility is like the best part about this school, but yeah, the senior year in brick and mortar would be kind of, would be kind of exciting. So, yeah. um, so three years, that's a pretty long time. And, um, how's your school year going so far? Um, it's going good. Uh, physics is kicking my butt, but... <laughs> I think physics kicks everyone's butt. Yeah. That's that's a pretty hard class. So, um, well, that's good though. And we have finals coming up, so not much longer. So we're recording this right before Thanksgiving break, and then um, I think it's going to come out. This will come out right before uh, Christmas break, so or sometime in December. So we'll have we'll have a break coming up soon, which will be nice. But enough about school, Gabs. Let's talk about you and what you do outside of school. So, what is a hobby that you have outside of school or an interest? Well, I used to do gymnastics. Yeah, this is what you talked to me about a little bit, and I want to know more about this. So tell me about that. How long, so you used to do, we'll get to why you used to do it and why you still don't do it, but tell me how long, when did you start doing gymnastics? So I actually started when I was in maybe kindergarten, first grade. Okay. And I did it for about a year, and then I took a break. Okay. Um, Not really sure why, I don't remember. But after that break that I took, I went back into it and I was so much better. And wow. they put me in a higher level class, um, still in rec classes, mm-hmm. but I was actually tested. Um, and then I was put into a much, much higher class. And then that summer I was called into team. Wow. And, yeah. And then I did it from third grade until about eighth grade. Okay. That's a long time. That that's, is a very that's long like five time. Or so, yeah, that's a long time. I never got like old of it though. Like oh, you said you it. enjoyed it the whole time. So how much were you like? Was this a daily thing? Did you have to go daily, or how often um, were you doing it? By the time that I quit, I was doing it four days a week. I had Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday okay. for four hours. Ooh, that's a 
That's not a small commitment. <laughs> That's a big commitment. Yeah. And this was all in Georgia that you were doing this? Okay. Did you have a specific gym you went to or did you switch around? Or uh, Yes, it? I stayed at one gym okay. the entire time. Uh, Southern Gymnastics, it's in Logan. Cool. So what, um, I know a little bit cause I've talked to once or twice, I've talked to gymnasts for this podcast, but not very often. Um, so there's four, y'all do four things, right? Four events. So, yeah. Four events. And then what, um, it's, I think I know them. It's, um, floor and, um, uh, uneven bars and the balance beam, but I don't know what that's called. Is it just beam? Yeah, or, it's just okay. beam. And then I don't know the one where you flip through the air. That's, um, like no <laughs> it's the one where you run and you hit you jump on something vault, vault. Yeah, well that's that makes sense that it would be called vault because you're vaulting into the air what was your favorite event um well I don't necessarily think that I had a favorite event um it was more of I'm best at this event right now oh okay so, so I want to do this event did you go through different times were different event you were you were good at different skills or whatever yes I would my main problem was I would get frustrated at myself and I would work myself over and over again Mm. so then I'm like I hate this event Mm. and then other events I'd be perfectly fine and I'm like I love this event (laughs) this is the one but that's natural if you're like if you do well at something, you're like, oh, this is the best. And then if you don't do well at something, you're like, this is stupid. I hate this. Yeah, exactly. So did you, did it ever change? Like, was there like a flow, like where you would do vault like terrible for a while and then you would do really well at it? Or was there one that you always struggled with or? Um, the one that I mostly struggled with was beam. Okay. Um, and that is just because the skills get really hard. Like you can practice your skills on the floor and it, you do it perfectly fine. But when you bring it to the beam, it's like a whole different level because that is four inches right there that you have to stick on. It, that I've got to say, that looks like the absolute most impossible because like you said, it's four inches. So, and you're doing, I don't know any of what any of them are called, but I know like people are spinning and flipping and, and doing things and having to land on a four inch. That's like, that's, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so tiny. And if you fall... It hurts, right? I mean, yeah, we would get like bruises or welches that were like the, literally the size of like an eggplant, like literally oh so, so big. So, what's the worst injury you ever had? Did you ever like get hurt so bad you had to stop for a while? You Is, might make fun of me for this one, no, but, but probably okay. the one that hurt the most was I was it was on vault and I was running. And there was absolutely nothing in my way, but I tripped. Oh, no. And I tried to catch myself on the vault table. And I, like, I, I, they said I jammed, sprained, and uh, strained my fingers. And they were swollen. And it was just terrible. I I was going to say, that sounds terrible because you can't, you can't do anything. You can't. You can't get on your phone. You can't. <laughs> you can't grab anything. You can, that's horrible. I'm yeah. sure that really that was really painful. How long was it like that? I mean, like, did you just stop for a while? Or? Yes, I did have to stop for a while. When it was about two weeks, which doesn't seem like a long time. That's a long. But time. it's a long time for me. You know, going into the gym pretty much every day of the week, and it it was just terrible. And the worst part about it is, I still did bring myself into the gym. I just did conditioning the uh, whole time uh, wow. all four hours wow that's but like they say when you're an injured when you're injured um 
it's the best time to come out stronger. That's a good so. point. I, I haven't thought about that, but that makes sense because I'm a big baseball fan and they it's funny because these guys will like get injured. But then they'll show like videos of them like on the bike and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, what are they doing? And I was like, oh, well, I guess like they can't, they yeah. can't just stop. If you hurt your arm, you can still do cardio and like all the and basically everything else except, you know, for that one arm. So, um, yeah. So that makes sense that you, you could come out stronger uh, on the other side. So what was um, what was the. So you guys competed, right? Like as a team, y'all would uh, yes. do competitions. Yes. So um, did you travel or what was like, oh, yeah. how did you, okay. So where, what was like, tell me about one of the, um, like, what was the best your team ever did? Did y'all, did y'all ever win like any major um, um, things? Yes, we won a lot um, actually, but probably my favorite one that we ever did was regionals. Um, but you have to qualify for that one. Okay. Um, and it was in Myrtle Beach. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, I actually didn't get to compete that one with my team. I had to do it by myself because I was a different age group. Okay. So do they, so the team, so if like you're competing, if you compete with your team, it's team, but then is it also individual award or like individual you're competing also? Yes. So they have, when it comes to, you're competing with your team, but when it comes to awards, you get divided into different age groups okay, and then you get your individual awards you get bars beam floor vault and then you get all around okay and that is only in your age group okay and then when it comes to team it's team it's just team whatever the team all of their scores combined and for team how many people go like I, i can remember like i watch the olympics and stuff and so i think about like uh gymnastics in the olympics so how many people like in a team event would do vault and bar and all that? Is it everyone on the team does it or they just pick certain people to do it? Um, everybody does it unless, um, so there was a rule that if you didn't show up to the practice before, Mm -hmm. they would like take out one of your events that like you were the worst at. I know that sounds bad, but you know. Yeah. I mean there, yeah. If that's the one you're worst at, that makes sense to not have you do the team competition in that. So, um, so what, um, you said you did this up till eighth grade. Did you, what made you stop? Did you just get tired of it or? Um, my grandparents said that I wasn't putting all of my effort into it even before COVID, Mm -hmm. but when COVID happened and we had to do gymnastics over zoom and we had to do conditioning Uh, and all of that, I was just like, what is this? This isn't gymnastics. (laughs) Like you don't have your team with you. A lot of people say that gymnastics is an individual sport. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's 5% of gymnastics because without your teammates, it's just nothing. Yeah. COVID wrecks so much stuff. I know. I lost a lot of motivation and I was like, I don't want to work out alone. Yeah. Who wants to do that? That, COVID messed up my running. I used to, and running is like a solitary sport, but even that, like it just messed stuff up. So what, um, did you make some friends when you were on the team and stuff? Oh yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say friends. I would say family. Oh, family. Okay. They were my everything and my all for many, many years. And you know, I, I love them all still to this day. And Do you still keep up with some of them? Um, yes, some of them. Um, Ernie. like I said, I moved to Virginia for a year. That's right. So yeah. So that sort of lost. Yeah. You lose touch a little bit. Are any of them still doing gymnastics? Um, I think all of them are done as of this year. Yeah. So but I guess yeah. it gets, as you keep getting older and older, cause I think about this with like every sport, um, cause I played sports when I was young and then at a certain point 
high school, like I wasn't good enough to, <laughs> to continue playing. Like I played basketball and then um, there was a certain point in high school where I didn't make the high school team. And I was like, well, I guess I guess I'm done with basketball, except for, you know, casually playing basketball. So is it like that with gymnastics? Like pretty much every year it gets tougher and tougher and tougher. And yes, every year it definitely it not only gets tougher, but it's a mental challenge mm -hmm. because as the skills get tougher, you have to train your brain to be like, okay, you got this instead of being like, oh crap, this is scary. Yeah. You know, that's pretty good. Do you ever see, does it ever feel like school is that way too, or not necessarily or is school kind of different? I think of school as just being like something that, you know, you have to do and you have to focus on, but like, I don't really think too much into it. It's, I kind of agree. Cause I, I feel like school, like you said, school or work or something that you have to do, you're just like, okay, I don't have anything. I just got to do right. it. But then a sport like gymnastics or for me running, like it can be a real challenge to like sort of mentally get yourself, especially if you have, you know, challenges like either an injury or you're, or you're just not feeling it or something. And you're like, I have to get like up for this and I have to, that motivation part is hard. So how do you keep motivated when you like, how do you, how do you make your, <laughs> how do you make your brain do the things you want it to do? Well, you kind of just like, like I said, your teammates oh, that's um, true. Yeah. are there for you and they cheer you on. And it's just like, it's a good moment, um, when it's happening. But as an individual, uh, I would keep myself motivated by just like thinking about how much I would really love to win. Yeah. And like, if, I mean, it's not all about the winning. It is all about having fun and that's what everybody tells you. But on the inside, you just, you're, you go out there and you don't think about having fun. You go out right. there and think about, I'm going to win. I know. And winning, honestly, winning is fun. Like, right? it's <laughs> so much fun when yeah. you win. Um, and it's way better than losing. And so, yeah, everyone says it's like all about fun, but the most fun is sometimes winning. So right. it sort of makes it, it's all about winning. And I'm not saying it's, you can't win every time. So I think that's what, um, sometimes when like coaches and parents are like, it's not, it's about having fun. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I get that. You got to make friends and hang out and enjoy yourself. But like, if you lost every single time you did gymnastics, like at a certain point, you'd probably just be like, oh, this stinks. Like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to do this. There um, was, um, some competitions where, so you get, if you place in everything, including all around, you would get five medals total. Okay. Um, and sometimes I would only get like three. Only, and only three? Only three. And I know that sounds like a good thing. And most <laughs> people will be sound, like, yeah. <laughs> most people will be like, oh my gosh, I wish I had that many. Yeah. And I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> it's I'm, not good it's enough. It's not good enough. And my grandparents would be like, well, you, you had fun, right? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I had fun up until this point. <laughs> until I didn't win a medal. Yeah, I would get snappy sometimes, but in, all in all, it's just, it's the experience you get. Yeah. And being able to say, I went out there and I did it. So, so, absolutely. So what, um, so, so what was the, I want to go back to one part you said where you were talking about when you were injured, you did like, um, like sort of fitness level. So the different parts of gymnastics. So do you do a lot of strength training and then like, cause I know there's the skills where you go out and like actually do the, the, um, skills on the bar or whatever. But then how much time do you spend? Like, do you do weight training or, or lifting yes. cardio? All that? Um, so the 
normal practices would be four hours long. So we would show up uh, around like 430 because that's when practice started. Mm-hmm. And from 430 to about five, we would run around the floor okay. uh, without stopping. So that's 30 minutes of running. And then from five until 530, we would do conditioning. So weight training, okay. fitness, all of that. Um, and then we would do stretches. Okay. And then we would start on all of our events. And then 30 minutes until practice was over, we'd go back to doing conditioning and we'd work on. So like if at the beginning of practice we worked on our legs, then at the end we would work at our, work at our arms. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of conditioning. And yeah. oh, that, now I understand why it's four hours because you've got to get in, you know, all that conditioning, all that cardio, all that stretching, all the weights, and then all the actual skills that you're practicing. Yeah. Uh, on the floor and stuff and, and the bar. Um, did you ever get, um, cause I ask people this all the time and stuff they do. Did you ever get scared? Like when you were doing either bar or the uneven bars or like, I'm afraid of heights. So the idea of being up on that uneven bar, like eight, however high up you are would be terrifying to me. Do you ever, did you ever get scared or not really? Or, um, so the thing about me is ever since I was a little kid, like maybe six, um, I gained a tremendous amount of confidence and I would flip without thinking. And sometimes that was a very bad idea. Okay. But (laughs) most of the time I was very confident. So if I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it. So when I was young and I squatted on the little bar on the Uh one and I looked up at the high bar, I was like, let's do it. And then I caught it and I was like, I wasn't scared. Wow. But, um, some skills like, uh, flipping off of the bar. Um, yeah, that's a different story. Um, I was doing it one night and it was the first time I ever did it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I did it. I'm gonna do it again and again. And about the fourth time I did it, I hit my toes when I flipped and I face planted and I was like, I'm never doing that again. And I gained a mental block Oh, and yeah. I couldn't do it for a while. So I had to get private lessons and all that to try and get it back. And the last private lesson that I had that year before competition, I got a huge rip on my hand mm. and it was the like two days before competition. Oh, and I was like, these things sting when you compete with them. Yeah. But I did it. You and just it was had fine. to do it. Yeah. Did, so you got over the block of the, of the flip and everything. I, I never thought about that, that it's like the sort of the confidence is what, um, like, so if I'm ever afraid of heights, so next time I'm on the uneven bars and I'm at the very top, which will like never you'd be happen. on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which will never, ever happen. I would just have to have the confidence and be like, you know what, Mr. Lawless, you got this and just spin around and flip. And then break my arms and legs and every part of my body, um, or just slip off and never be able to do that. Um, so, so I like that the confidence and then, but even if you have the confidence, if you get that mental block, you just have to like sort of push through to get, to get to where you, where you need to be. Um, so what, um, so once you stopped doing gymnastics, did you, do you miss it at all or, um, um, I miss it a lot. It, I went through ton of phases. It's been a while. So I went through the first phase was just being like sad. And then I was mad. I hated gymnastics. I didn't want to watch gymnastics. I didn't want to coach it. I just wanted to be mad at it. Like I hate it. And anytime anybody would talk about it, I'd be like, Oh my goodness, just shut up. Okay. Let's talk about this. Exactly. 
Um, but now I'm like fine and I coach my neighbor and you know, Oh, that's cool. Tell me about that. So do you, so is that, are you interested in like coaching now that you have, so instead of actually, um, being on the floor and doing it, it, so there's some enjoyment and you're able to share your skills. So what do you tell me about it? So one day my neighbor came over and, uh, asked if I could hang out and she is, uh, about to be 10 years old on my birthday. Actually, we had the same birthday. Oh, excellent. (laughs) Um, so she's about to be 10 years old and I think she was like around seven or eight at the time. And she asked me if I could help her out. Um, this was before she started gymnastics and I was like, yeah, sure. And I was helping her get her cartwheel. I gave her like a, a rollout beam mm-hmm. that she could use. Um, so I was helping her with her cartwheel and stuff. And as I watched her do it, I could just see how like she was so confident and okay. it just reminded me of when I was a kid and yeah. where I started versus where I ended mm-hmm. and how much I like progressed. And so I try my best to like be there for her. We started at a cartwheel and we're working at a back handspring now okay. and a backflip. And wow. yeah. Now, are you just doing it for free or you're like, give me some money? I mean, that's nice of you to yeah, do it for be, free. Yeah. It'd be nice to get some money off of it. But <laughs> but that's, you're being a good friendly neighbor to someone and a mentor to like a younger, younger person that, I, that I you're just, able to help. I know her dreams and I, I had those once and it's nice to get help yeah, yeah, from someone who's been there and knows what they're doing as opposed to just like watching YouTube videos or something. You're never going yeah, to, and, and by getting help by a coach, it's just like, they're just like, Oh, I'll spot you. Yeah. I'll spot you. Yeah, I'll spot you. <laughs> All right, switch. And, you know, with me helping her, it's just, yes, I'll spot you, but you need to learn to do it. Yeah, but I'm also going to show you, yeah. like, exactly what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right and how and to do And the thing this. with that is I can, like, actually show her and right. coaches will be like, mm, no thanks. Yeah. But I'll be like, yeah. I was like, you want me to show you how to do it? You need to watch carefully. So you'll still, you'll demonstrate for her because you still have all the skills, right? Like yeah. you can still do everything. Do you ever, um, do you ever think about getting back into it or you're just like, nah? I have thought about getting back into it a few times, but when I think about it, I just think about how much um, I worked for to get to the level I was at. And I know I would have to get re- like yeah. retested and I know I won't be at that level again. And you know, while it'd be fun, my teammates aren't there and right. I don't want to yeah. have to gain, you know, no. I, I feel like I wouldn't have that same relationship with the teammates that are there now. So. That would be like, uh, moving schools and having to remake friends and all that kind of stuff. That that's like a really, really hard thing. Yeah. Um, but, um, when I was in middle school, I would talk about gymnastics almost all the time. <laughs> and then this one boy, Ryan came up to me one day and he was like, just be quiet about gymnastics. He's like, nobody talks about gymnastics. Everybody watch, b- watches basketball, not gymnastics. <laughs> they don't turn on the TV and say, oh, I want to watch gymnastics. I want to watch basketball instead. And I'm like, wow. Wow, what a jerk. Right? I've watched gymnastics plenty of times on TV and I've been to gymnastics meets. I, w- I used to go to the, um, Georgia had the gym dogs and they were super good. Yeah, I'm actually, I was um, part of their uh, gym dog team and I've actually done opening events for their oh, gymnastics. super cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think the last time I might've gone like 10 years ago, you might not have been doing it at that point, but I've been, that was probably the last time I went, but I've, I bet my wife and I've been to like five of those. I mean, they're cool. They're fun to watch. And the, the thing I like as a, this is like as a spectator and you are of course competing in the events, but the best thing about that event, 
um, are, are watching compete. Like usually when I would go, it would be like Georgia and then three other schools all competing. And so you could watch, like, if you wanted to watch floor, you just like focus on floor. If you want to watch beam, you do that. Like, and you could, it's like four different events all going on at once. And, and so it was super cool. Like yeah. it's fun to watch. Uh, do you watch the Olympics when it's on? Like, yeah, be, yeah, I do. I didn't watch it last year just cause I was in Virginia and I had other things going yeah. on. But yeah. Um, at my competitions, um, if I fell or any of that and people would go, Ooh, <laughs> I'd be like, Oh my gosh, so dramatic. But I find myself doing that <laughs> at other people's and I'm like, they fall and I'm like, Ooh, is she okay? I know. And then it's just like, and you're like, Oh no, it's different from being on the sidelines. Yeah. You know? Well, the sidelines it's, yeah, I, I agree. But, um, and, and these are like my own memories from playing sports and stuff is like when you're in it, like you trip, you fall, you whatever, you just like get back up and then you hear the crowd and you're like, what, are, what is going on? Like, yeah. like, it's not a big deal. Just be quiet up there. Um, but yeah, when you're in the crowd, you see stuff, you're like, ooh, ah, whoa, you know, and it's, it's different when you're yeah. watching. Um, it's almost like you're more into it in the crowd because you can't, when you're in it, you can't get like all hyped up and down. You, know, you just have to be sort of focused. Um, so do you, do, uh, have you done any other sports or is gymnastics like that's like your main thing or was your main thing? Um, that's the only sport that I competed in. I yeah. do like other ones for fun, right. you know, um, throw the football every now and then. And a lot of people say I have an arm for football and oh. I'm like, well, I, I, I got some muscles on me, <laughs> but got some upper body strength. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty good at basketball, you know, working on layups and stuff. Um, pretty good, but What's one person, uh, his name was Mason, told me that um, I should try out for basketball. And I said, come on. They take one look at me and say, hope she's water girl. <laughs> it's like, I got to have the height for basketball. So I was going to say for people at home that Gabs, you are maybe not the tallest person in, yeah. the, in the world. <laughs> so basketball. Um, but there have been like um, uh, uh, shorter basketball players like Spud Webb is, was like a, a, a short guy. He was like 5'7 or 5'6 and played in the NBA. So. Yeah. But I guess so for a gymnast, though, being um, short, does that I guess that helps you, right? It's like definitely as far an advantage. As like, yeah, because you don't see many like really tall gymnasts or anything. So. Yeah. Um, does that help with like the spinning and tucking and all that kind of stuff? Um, um, yes, it does. But it also definitely helps on mostly the beam and the bars. Um, just because, you know, toe tapping on bars when you're swinging from on the high bars, you know, like some people would hit their toes on the low bar, um, and then they would have to learn how to straddle, uh, swing. Um, but also on beam doing your routine, uh, being small helps because of the link. Right. You, you only have so far you can go on that. beam, And, Um, um, you can also go higher in when you're flipping. Oh, because, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, the other thing, I, like I always notice like gymnasts, like you guys are seem very strong. And, and I'm assuming that's just from like, obviously the weight training and stuff like that. But you guys are also like, you have such upper body strength to be able. And that's, I'm assuming just from doing all those like, you know, moves and things like that. So yeah. When, <laughs> when I was in middle school and we were doing the fitness test, mm-hmm. we were doing pull-ups and everybody goes like this. And when it was my turn, I went like this Yeah. and just my coach looked at me and everybody else looked at me and they're like, what? You're like, what's going on? And my coach was like, uh, you have to do it the other way. And I was like, please don't tell me I have to do that. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't know how to do that. So for those people at home, we're talking about like a, if you do a pull up, most people grab like the back of the bar, but 
Gabs is talking about grabbing the front of the bar, which is actually harder because I've done pull-ups and that you can get a little, you know, a little more strength doing the back of the bar, but you're talking about doing the front, which yep. is, which is even tougher. So, um, that's interesting. So what, um, what other hobbies do you have? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything you're into? Um, not necessarily hobbies, but um, I like roller coasters like a lot. Oh, I hate roller coasters. Oh, really? So yeah. So this, this explains your confidence and you're like just <laughs> jumping and going crazy. You see a bar and you're just like the first time you're like, I'm going to jump on that. And so roller coasters, you love them. So you just love being on the going fast out of control. Yes. Could die um, at any second. My family would disagree with me saying that, mm. but I think that's only because I scream my lungs off. <laughs> And I actually have passed out on a ride before. Oh my god! As Tower of Terror at uh, Disney. Okay. Oh, is that the one where they take you up and drop you? No. Yes, it's kind of like acrophobia at no. Six Flags. Nope. 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 nope yeah, nope, nope, I was really nope. scared to go on that one. Um, and it like, it's like an elevator that you go into, mm-hmm. and they strap you in and stuff. And it was going up and down and up and down really, really fast. And I was so scared and. I don't remember it much, probably because, <laughs> as people tell me, I passed out. Oh um, I woke up when the when the elevator was moving, and I screamed when I woke up, and I said, "Why is the elevator moving?" <laughs> and I was screaming my lungs <laughs> off, and then I, I was just like, I was so unaware of what I what was happening. Uh, well, that would be horrible just to wake up and you're right. like, what's happening? So ever since then, every time we go on a uh, roller coaster, my grandparents afterwards, um, from hearing me scream and they're like, well, we know you're still alive <laughs> because they're hearing me talk the, or scream the whole time. We know you're alive. That's good. So what, um, ha, ha, so you just love roller coasters? Like anywhere you go, like Six Flags or Disney or wherever you're I just have, like into. I have my choices. Okay. You know, I won't ride every roller coaster. I, I definitely won't bleh, won't ride um, the Superman okay. at Six Flags just because like they strap you in and you're you're flying. Yeah, basically. you're. And I, I just I can't because I'm so afraid it's gonna like let go and I'm gonna like just fall down, splat on the ground. Yeah, that would be right. terrible. The ones I don't like, and I say I don't like roller coasters, like they're okay. I don't like Scream Machine, and the reason I don't like Scream Machine is because it hurts. Like it's this old style, you know. It's like and it like I just don't like it. The ones I I like are the like sort of smoother ones that have loops and all that kind of stuff. Those are those are the ones that I I say I don't like roller coasters. They're okay, um, but if I'm gonna do a roller coaster, I want to do one with loops and spins and corkscrews and all that stuff. Yeah, the ones that just go up and down. I'm like, it's like what's uh, this Elmo? I know. And I, <laughs> Even if it's really steep, I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's just going up and down. Like, I want something to like, ah. Uh. Right. What's your favorite roller coaster that you have been on? Hmm. I want to say, if you're, we're talking roller coaster wise, I want to say probably the um, Georgia even, Scorcher. Oh, the Scorcher. I don't think I've ridden that one. Is it? That's at Six Flags, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ridden that. Is it one that does corkscrews and flips yeah. and stuff like that? Okay. And then what's your favorite ride? Have you, do you have like a ride that's so just like... So it's actually in um, in Universal and it's an Avatar ride, but it's like the one where it like 
it's like a VR type thing. I've heard that that ride is really it's cool. so cool. So I like those VR rides. In fact, those are the ones like, I would actually prefer that to a roller coaster, but you're talking the ones where you get in like a thing and it like literally moves you around, but then there's yeah, like- Yeah, and on this one, you're like on like a dragon-like thing and mm-hmm. you're like going through like these different obstacles. And the part that always makes me scream is, you know, in movies when like there's an airplane and it's trying to get away from something and it goes through like a little crack between yes. two rocks. Uh-huh. And I had to like, <laughs> I literally felt like I was controlling that thing. <laughs> and I was like trying to figure out how I was going to go under the mm-hmm. rock. And I screamed, but I was like, dude, it's a roller coaster. Of course I'm going to go under it. <laughs> I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. But yeah, it's something about that being, um, now was it actually like the VR or was it like a screen in front like of you? It was like a huge screen, okay. but it felt so distant. Yeah. I, I've done Almost those like rides before. Almost like a fishbowl type thing. Yes. And it, cause it surrounds like your whole field of vision. So everywhere you look, it's like in there. And then those machines, I like I've watched from the outside when people, cause you can, <laughs> it's so funny when you watch them cause they're like shaking up and down and moving. And then you hear people on the inside just going like, ah, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. And w- they have like wind that's going oh, straight yeah, to yeah, your yeah. face. Yeah. There was one, um, I'm trying to think where it was. Oh, it was World of Coke. I don't know why I was thinking about this. Have you ever been to World of Coke? They don't have rides or anything, but there's like this one theater uh, where it like sprays like water on you and like little yeah. wind and stuff. It's sort of like stuff like that is kind like of like a fun. 4D. Yeah. It's like 4D interactive sort of thing, which is, which is kind of cool. So roller coasters, that's like a thing that you're into. What about anything else you're into or? I, would, I wish I could say I was into cooking and baking, but <laughs> I... It could always be a hobby that you take up at I, some point. I like point. to think about it. Like, I like to be like, oh, that would be nice to cook. And I'm like, hey, Grandma, want to cook this? <laughs> and she's like, you have the recipe in your hand. Why don't you yeah, cook it? And I'm like... better. Oh, I don't really know how to. <laughs> that could be a hobby you could learn, though. That would be a fun one, baking and cooking. And those are two, like... Those aren't, like very expensive and everyone's pretty much got an oven in their house or something but yeah yeah it is kind of hard my aunt came over the other day and um i was like yeah i made dinner last night and she's like oh you cooked i said yeah i had pizza rolls (laughs) (laughs) it's technically making dinner you put it you heated them up and then that was dinner i've done that before i've been like a little pizza or pizza rolls yeah i made dinner what's for dinner dinner? (laughs) what's for dinner pizza rolls pizza rolls (laughs) Oh, it's about as oh, good as it gets. Yeah, <laughs> but oh. like they're always so surprised. They're like, "Oh, you cooked!" Whoa, okay. You're like, um, "Pizza rolls <laughs> cooked ish, yeah, sorta." Well, any other hobbies you want to talk about or interests? Um, or did we cover them all? I think we covered them all. Well, Gabs, I appreciate you being on the show. I know um, uh, you've got some some interesting stories about gymnastics, and I uh, I really enjoyed you sharing them with me, and you can come back and be on the show. So here's what we should do. So next year, once you've learned to cook and, and bake and everything, <laughs> you can come back and tell me all about your cooking and baking. Deal? Deal. <laughs> I heard on your last podcast that uh, someone brought you cinnamon rolls or something. Oh, uh, Lucy brought me a cinnamon roll. It was yeah. really good. So, I was yeah, like, that's, man... I know. Hey, Grandma, want to cook me some? (laughs) I know, cinnamon rolls are delicious. So maybe next year it could be like Gab's coming in with cinnamon rolls. You could be like, I made all this this baked (laughs) good. So deal? It's a deal. Okay. Gab's, thanks for being on the show. I'll talk to you later. Of course. Bye. Bye. So it's really hard to stop doing something that you love. Um, 
I'm struggling right now not being able to run, so it really helped me to be able to talk to Gabby and know that I wasn't alone. She left a sport that meant a lot to her, and I can tell from our chat how much gymnastics was and still is a big part of her life. But I also have no doubt that Gabby will take her confidence and motivation and knowledge and ability to make friends and apply all of that to everything she does in life and whatever her next interest is. Uh, I really appreciate her being on the podcast to share her story. Thanks, Gabby. If you like this episode of Extracurricular, please keep listening to the podcast. I'm going to continue to sit down with students and teachers and staff to talk about all the exciting things they do outside of school. And if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email. If you're interested in GOC, you can head over to our website and find out all about the school and the great things we have going on. I've put links to my email and the school website in the show notes. If you get a chance, subscribe to the podcast and you'll be able to get new episodes delivered to your device right when they come out. And if you have an extra minute, you can help us by leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. A special thank you to Dr. Ray and Dr. O'Neill. This podcast wouldn't be possible without their support and inspiration. And I look forward to joining you again next episode. Have a great day. 